Hey, everybody. Welcome back. You're listening to Dish, a Bachelor Real Housewives crossover podcast hosted by us, Haley and Hannah. We're back. Hi, hi, hi. Hi, 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 hi. Oh, oh, it sure has. It's been a week. I got married. You're a married woman. I know. Officially a housewife. How are you feeling? I'm feeling great. Mm -hmm. I'm feeling great about it. It was so much fun. I'm like one of those brides now. I'm still on a, (laughs) I'm one of those brides now. I'm one of those brides. I'm like, you know, like just hoping people want to talk about the wedding. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You're like, what was your favorite part? Right. Right. Like I had, I had friends over on Monday to watch the bachelorette. And, um, like we had been hanging out all weekend, of course, because they were all at like all the wedding events. And I was like, every time it came up, I was like, oh, oh, sure. We can talk about it again. Fine. Fine. <laughs> You're like, I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind if we recapped it again. It was I know. a blast. I had the best time. The I did best too. time. Yeah. Um, what was your favorite part now that we're on this topic? <laughs> um, my favorite part was everything that happened the second I was done giving my maid of honor speech. Oh, yes. Hannah, you slayed that. Thank you. Thank you. You slayed it. It was perfect. It was yeah. how long, it seemed like you wrote it really fast in a good way. I wrote it about a week ahead of time and then I read it. I read through it a couple of times, but each time I tried, I like could barely, barely make it through. <laughs> yeah. So then um, I was really, I was really freaking out. You know, I was telling everyone, I was like, will you guys clap? Will you guys clap during my speech? Will you laugh, please? Um, and then I I got up there and God damn it. I delivered that speech. You I really did. That speech. I'm really proud of myself. You should be. It was like the perfect amount of um, sentimental, but also funny, which I think yeah. is key. Thank you. Everybody laughed at my jokes. And then the minute it was over and all the other speeches were over, I I ordered a shot, shot of vodka and then a martini <laughs> and then a glass of red. And I walked around with one martini in one hand and a glass of red in the other hand. And then I was I had a new lease on life. I have a photo of that. It's so it's hysterical. Well, I feel like we should share it with our listeners. It's it's really exactly what Luann would do. It's exactly. I was Luann. <laughs> I was Luann in Palm Beach. I was having a time. And then I loved the dance party was so fun. I loved seeing our family, hanging out with your friends. It was like the best venue ever. Um, yeah, it really all came together. So it was in um, it was in a forest. Yeah. And, but kind of like, so out in, out in the middle of nowhere, um, in the depths of the woods Mm -hmm. and this venue like used to be a summer camp, but now they just use it for mostly, it seems like spiritual retreats. I really haven't seen a lot of weddings happen there. There's been a couple for sure, but, Mm -hmm. um, I, at least if there, if there's more weddings, they don't like market them very well. Like, I feel like this marketing department could step up their game, but yeah. it, it's perfect. It's like, there's, there's several different sites that you can have a ceremony that are just like lush and green and in the middle of the woods. And then, um, they, there's like a reception lodge kind of thing. That's like really remodeled and has like nice bathrooms, which I think is 
is key. So it feel, even though you're in the forest, it doesn't feel rustic, which was what we were going for. And then I love that the dance floor was outside. Me too. With the hanging lights. Yeah. I, I it was really cool. Cause it was like definite, you know, you're in the woods, but then everything had been redone, like you said. So like all the amenities were super modern and clean and like gorgeous. So yeah. it, it was like best of both worlds. We had, um, we had a live band, which, which was a blast. Mm-hmm. And what I didn't know about having a live band is that you can't have a band without also having a DJ. So that's like an, an added expense, but that, um, that was honestly really fun because like whenever the band would take breaks, the DJ would play like, you know, the Ying Yang twins, Cisco, back to oh boys. Oh my god, I forgot about <laughs> Cisco. And the um, did I already tell you this? The DJ did not honor my wishes. I think you did tell me what it was. It like Specif- the song specifically? List? No, not the song list. Specifically, one thing. Like, so I had to fill out this um, this survey for um for for the dj about like what we liked and didn't like and one of the one of the questions was like how how uh vocal do you want the dj to be or like how involved do you want the dj to be from a scale of one to ten like one being um completely silent just focus on the music and 10 (laughs) being really interactive and getting people out on the dance floor and i said i said one (laughs) and yeah i don't know what came over him but he he was like everybody everybody do the sprinkler oh my god <laughs> no do you no. remember that no i do not but that's just is, like that's encouraging <laughs> he's like encouraging the crowd to do like different dance moves um and just kept me like <gasps> <laughs> he couldn't help himself couldn't help himself he's honestly, like oh I, it's coming out it's i know coming out. he's like i can't help it i can't help it <laughs> um so i mean i didn't mind at all he was a great dj but i just thought that was really funny like he just can't 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 keep it together oh my God. <laughs> i i can't i do not remember one face of like i can't remember what he looks like where he was set up i like <laughs> i wasn't like locking in with like anyone who wasn't my immediate circle you know what yeah. i mean it was all blur it was mm-hmm. all a blur mm-hmm. it went by i mean everybody says this but it it genuinely went by in one second yeah it did were you are you I, sad that it's over i feel like i'm gonna be no really i'm not oh. i'm not sad wow. i'm not sad that it's over i'm happy that it's over not yeah. in a, not in a, any type of way like like what a relief or anything it's just like it had been such a long time coming and i'm happy that it's over and now I can like look back on it you know what I mean mm-hmm. yep. um, I don't I don't have any desire to continue looking forward to and planning the wedding whatsoever oh you're so lucky you're so lucky I think you'll feel the same way too it's just great I'm it went off without a hitch so I'm I'm really happy that it's done and like we can just move yeah. on yep. um, the ceremony was my favorite part I think oh really yeah, which I didn't I didn't expect it to be, but it was just like kind of it was kind of crazy being up there. It's very very emotional. Yeah, it's very <laughs> I I could barely keep it together. Yeah, I cried. I choked my way through the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. But I didn't mm-hmm. actually like shed a bunch of physical tears, which Yeah, I you you I really didn't. I thought you would, but no. <clears throat> Rob cried. 
everyone, Mm -hmm. I'd like Mm -hmm. to publicly announce this. This is the first time I have ever seen my now husband cry. Ever. In nine years. Never a single tear has been shed. That's big. That's big. And, like, we had briefly talked about, like, if he thought he was going to cry. And he said, probably not. Just because, like, he's just not a crier. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, squeezed one out. Mm-hmm. If ever there was a time to cry, this is the perfect time for him to cry. Yeah, so I, that like really br- amped it up for me. And yeah, um, you're like, was, okay. I was like, go. okay, the ceremony, the ceremony was was a success. Um, and yeah, the only other thing I would say that was that I regret. Oh, there's a few things I regret. Number oh. one significantly over serving myself the night before yeah we really um, blew our load on Friday. yeah so we had like a <clears throat> welcome party at this rooftop bar in the city in portland which was which was really fun and um i had plans rob and i had talked about like okay when the party's over are we just should we just go home so we're all like you know well rested for for the wedding or like if people go out should we go out and we had decided that if, if friends want to go out after, like, we'd go out and, like, have a drink and then go home. Of course, that went to complete shit. Not only did we stay at the party for an hour after we were supposed to be out of there, <laughs> then we hit up the bars and stayed out until they closed. And um, I was complete. I overserved myself completely. I puked. <laughs> I puked. I puked not not out but when I got home like repeatedly yeah. like throughout the night it was like one of yeah. those things where you you know I came home I wasn't like blacked out but I came home washed my face brushed my teeth went to sleep and then at 3 a.m jolted awake and like had to yeah. like run to the bathroom and puke and then mm-hmm. you know you know how it is every hour on the hour oh sure 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 it's you're in for a long night that's the graph way that's the graph yep. way Yep. So, um, yeah, I basically got no sleep. I was just like up, you know, vomiting every, every few, <laughs> every, you know, 45 to 55 minutes. And yep. then I had to, um, get up and go to my wedding day. So I don't recommend <laughs> fresh faced. I, I do not recommend doing what I did. It was a terrible decision, terrible decision. And it wasn't <laughs> until like, it wasn't until like right about when we were going to do like our first look which was at, I don't know, 2 or 2.30 p.m. that I started to feel at all better. So I wasted a lot of the day just feeling like shit. So mm-hmm. definitely wouldn't recommend it to yeah. anybody. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing is that I I did a costume change, which I would recommend to everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, only if you like really like to, you know, dance and be free. Like I couldn't even personally imagine staying in a gown throughout the entire night yeah um I, but no no you know if other people feel differently like I totally get it like wedding dresses are expensive and you want to maximize them but I was like desperate to get out of mine and change into like something more breathable but as soon as I did that and we like hit the dance floor I just got like super sweaty my hair fell out I was disgusting and all the pictures after that I just look beat beat <laughs> Literally, I need to see I need to see the pictures well I don't have like any professional ones yet but like yes you but know just like the other ones they're yeah. all you can see them they're all in our shared photo stream okay I'll look it's that like, my face is tomato red 
yeah my hair even though like the the woman who did my hair she did a sensational job like no hairstyle would have withstood like no. the the dancing that that we were doing mm-hmm. um so it's just like stringy it's it all the curls completely fell out um but it's also not straight either you know and yeah. there's like just pieces like plastered to the side of my head <laughs> it's really not a cute bridal look but um I was thinking about it and I feel like that's preferable to I, I would rather not have as many great pictures as like the fact that I know I had such a good time. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But that's another thing I would recommend is just get all your pictures out of the way before you hit the dance floor, which mm-hmm. I did not do. I did not do that. Mm-hmm. Oh, you we mean did- like with guests? With, yeah, with, with friends. Like yeah. I, we got, we did like a first look and we did like some family photos and stuff before the ceremony. Yeah. Um, but you know all the guests and stuff like I should have gotten photos with them at cocktail hour but yeah there just wasn't time everything flew by in an instant I know I feel like it was just like event to event to event to event like there was yeah. no it was like thing after thing there was no downtime no and and every everything lasted like 15 minutes like I felt like yeah. cocktail hour could not possibly have been longer than 15 minutes even though I know it was an hour and there's no way at dinner, we planned to like circulate to all the tables. So we got to talk to everybody before, again, before the party, because I wanted to be free and be able to like dance and have fun. Mm-hmm. And we only made it to three tables out of 10. So it's, that's it's, crazy. I, I know, I know. So it was just, there's just not enough time. There's just not enough yeah. time. Yeah. But um, overall, the best time ever. I would do yeah. it again in a heartbeat. I wish I could do it again. And I, it would be really fun to do it again. I, um, yeah, I can't believe it's official. I like mailed in the marriage license and then I, I briefly changed my uh, last name on Gmail and then it freaked me out. So I changed it back. <laughs> You're like, no, 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 not yet. <laughs> it was just too, too dramatic of a change. Yeah. Yeah. Even though like technically I'm, I'm married now it was just wild to see that and I'm not ready I need like a few mm-hmm. weeks I think I think I need yeah a few weeks let it sink in let it wash like I, over you yeah and I'm not actually gonna change my name for I mean quite some time at least mm-hmm. after our honeymoon but yeah um anyway sorry for monopolizing our intro anything else no. you want to say about your life oh god um <laughs> well I had a nice morning cry and and now I'm I'm ready to jump into my wives, my bachelorettes, my yeah. Yeah. you know. But Do again, you- had I don't even know what I'm saying. I just I had I had the best weekend. I'm still I'm still not exactly well. I feel like I slept yeah. probably four hours from Thursday to Sunday, and right. I'm the thought I like, I'm, I'm a useless body at my job. I'm like, I should take a leave of absence because (laughs) I am, I am not making the company any money right now. (laughs) Do you think anyone is listening from your job? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. (laughs) Oh, you know, what's weird is that I'm going into the office today. You are? Yeah. I'm not in the office today that we're having a a, um, thing now. What? Is that going to be a regular thing now? No, 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 no. I just, um, we, they, they did like a soft open. So like people have been going in since last month and I've made, you know, I have really no desire to go in, 
So mm-hmm. I started this job during COVID. So I, I don't, I haven't met anybody <laughs> except for one time me and me and one of the other recruiters We're well, the only other recruiter. So we're like counterparts. Um, we were like, let's meet up at Zara. We went shopping together at Zara. <laughs> that is amazing. Um, I know, That's exactly so I love the her. right type of meetup. Exactly. So I've met one person and anyway, today our office is having like a pride celebration. So every, like a lot of people are going in. So I was like, you know what? I'll go in. I'll meet some people. Don't want to quite yet, but I will. Cool. It's that's, nice that's kind of being, to take on. it's a lot to take on, but I think we're just going to go, I'm going to go in like midday. So, you know, start, start small. Okay. Do you want to elaborate on your morning cry or should we just skip on over um and leave listeners hanging let's circle back later let's leave the listeners hanging nobody it's not important i just had you know my typical wednesday morning cry all right cliffhanger y'all tune in to hear more about the morning cry down the road yep 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 all right um crazy news we did not get a real housewives of new york this week I know. I know. I was, I was actually, you know what? I was slightly relieved. I have to say not because I didn't want to watch the show just because Mm. it was kind of, I, I tuned in, I queued it up last night, was not on my DVR. And I was kind of a little bit relieved that I didn't have to like take notes on it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just because I know I leave both shows to Tuesday so it's uh-huh. just like a lot of shows to yeah. like pay attention to it was um, a nice reprieve but it's weird it that nice we didn't reprieve. know about this in advance they don't know yeah and I looked it up and they were doing um they did not air it in lieu of the below deck sailing yacht reunion part two yep which I'm sure you will be watching Oh, yeah. Urgently. I watched okay. I watched part one um, last night and the, part two is when we're going to find out for all my below deck heads out there. Um, who is the father of Danny's baby? Is it JL? Is it JL? Who's the alternative? We don't know, but they had a boat manse, as they call it. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's now like extremely pregnant. And I think they've been telling her to like not say who the father is. Mm. Um, and we're pretty sure it's JL who was her, um, you know, her coworker on the, on the, on the sailing yacht. Cool. But he didn't make it to the reunion. So we're not, so I think I don't, I don't know if they're on good terms. I don't know. I have to, I have to watch it today. I love a reunion. I, one of my favorite hobbies is to watch reunions for Bravo shows that I didn't watch the actual show. Yeah. Yeah. Like I watched the Southern charm reunion recently. Mm -hmm. I just watched the, um, the Kardashians reunion part one and part two. Don't even watch the Kardashians. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's all you really need at the end of the day. It is. And it's like the best, it's all the highlights. It's all the low points and it's everyone like doing their absolute most in their outfits with Andy. So like, that's all you need. What did you think of the Kardashian one? Oh, I loved it. I loved it too. Yeah. I thought it was, I was, I really appreciated the, the honest questions and answers. And I just love, they're so much fun to just look at. Mm, They really are. I, um, want actually wanted to ask you about Chloe and Tristan. I didn't realize you, I'm, I'm clearly like an embarrassment to our reality TV mm-hmm. listeners, but mm-hmm. I didn't realize that they were still together. 
yeah. after not one, but two huge explosive public cheating scandals. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then, but I did just read on E! News Instagram today that now they're broken up again. Yeah, I, I saw that like a couple nights ago, he was like at a house party and he quote unquote disappeared into a room with three other girls. Right. And right. Chloe said, that's the last straw for me. And so I, I guess now they're officially broken up. But yeah, if if you did watch the show, um, they they're like in kind of that weird place where like Chloe, I could never she she's stronger than I would ever be. I would. Oh, 100 percent. She's yeah, very she, reasonable. She's and, very and like reasonable. Forgiving. Exactly. And she's just like, you know, I can never hate him. He's the father of my daughter, et cetera, et cetera. But he's really a piece of shit. And he um he it's weird because on the show he seems like really I'm sure he is a nice person he just is like he can't be monogamous you know totally Um, but yeah on the show he spends a lot of time like trying to make amends um, to the point where everyone's like Chloe like give him like a chance he's trying so hard like for trying for years Mm -hmm. and but then he just goes and fucks it up again I know I know it's it's a cycle it's like very it's something's wrong with him how is this and he's just such an idiot like of course he's going to get caught of course I think he's he, going to get caught yeah I think he knows deep down that he that he's gonna get caught but he just can't help himself can't wow. help himself um yeah. and I I also wanted to ask about so Chloe said on their union that she wants to have more kids with him specifically mm-hmm. but that the hold up is that she like is having trouble finding a surrogate. Mm-hmm. Why is she why is she doing the surrogate route? I'm not sure. I really don't know. I mean, I, there's no reason. I don't it's not like she can't have kids. I I I think that she just wants to. Okay, well, honestly, the deepest respect. Yeah. Truly and honestly. <laughs> I um, if I could afford a surrogate, I think yeah. I might just choose that as well. Yeah, same. <laughs> Me too. Uh, she is. I, I'm not exactly. But now I don't know what they'll do. You know, maybe if they're not together or maybe they could still. Who, I don't know. I think having I, another kid with him is a mistake. Was a clear poor choice. Yes. Well, she did. She actually. Yeah, they did like egg retrieval and all of that. So it's not like they would have to like, you know, sleep together. Maybe she would just be like, give me your sperm. I want True to have like a full blood sibling. <laughs> That's true. And I guess you can't really get better DNA than like an NBA player. Oh, that, that, those children are going to be seven feet tall. Right. She is so tall and he is so, so tall. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to be, they're going to be like breeding. That family's just like breeding professional athletes. Yeah. They're going to be, they're going to be very athletic. And then like uh, Kylie and uh, Travis, are they together or not? Um, I think they had broken up for a while, but we're co-parenting, as everybody likes to say. Of course. And, but then recently, like the other day, um, pictures, they were like out on like a red carpet somewhere together, like, you know, being very, like, couple-y. So I I saw that. That's why I, that's why I was asking. Okay. Interesting. Um, and then the last thing I wanted to, I wasn't planning to talk to you about this. This just Mm -hmm. is coming Mm -hmm. to mind. Mm -hmm. Um, the last thing that I thought was funny is like Courtney just gives zero fucks (laughs) and 
so Andy asks her like, okay, did you pick up on how funny this was? Andy asks her like, so your work ethic has uh, <laughs> been a topic of conversation and your sisters don't feel like you're pulling your weight mm-hmm. um, and that you're not very driven with your businesses. Like, is it that you lack a passion? And she's like, you know, my passion, it's not really selling products. It's just <laughs> the lifestyle that I lead. Lifestyle. And I think other people might want to live that lifestyle as well. And I wanted to ask you what she's talking about. Is that like okay? Her, is that like her clean beauty thing, or she, yeah, she's talking what is her lifestyle? Her lifestyle is like matcha, avocado smoothies, oh a beautiful space in your home to meditate. Um, you know, it's very much like gluten free and sh- no sugar, and it, that's her lifestyle. It's like healthy living, um, and like lemon water in the morning. I hate her lifestyle. I know. And she is, um, but to be fair, no, no one, no other sister is doing that. So it is kind of like her thing. And she has this like lifestyle blog, I guess you could call it named Poosh, um, (laughs) that I do in fact subscribe to. Um, but I have (laughs) never read an article. I literally delete them. I read the, um, the titles it's like best, workouts for your abs and it's like a picture of like Kendall's abs I'm like okay I'm just gonna go ahead and put that in the trash (laughs) archive archive. yeah uh and it's uh so that's so she has a lifestyle blog so I think so that's what she's referencing is like you know health and wellness and organic and gluten-free and stuff like that okay okay yep yep matcha obsessed with matcha you know what sucks? Matcha. Yeah, matcha is not good unless there's like a ton of, unless it's like a Starbucks matcha with like a pound of sugar in it. Right. I I remember like the last time that I was watching the Kardashians, it was when um, Courtney was in her phase where she was going to Capitol Hill and like testifying before Congress about um, the chemicals in makeup. And I actually, yeah. I actually respect that. I feel like yeah. that's we don't really talk about that very much, but that was kind of like a cool um, thing for her to be passionate about is, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, the U S is the only country that doesn't like regulate the chemicals and makeup. And we're putting all this shit on our faces that mm-hmm. is dangerous. And, but I don't know if she got anywhere with that, but that seems like it's also part of her lifestyle. Yeah. It, that, that ties back into the lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Clean mm-hmm. beauty, clean beauty. Absolutely. Yep honestly it's probably working maybe that's why she's so fertile oh she's i mean they all look amazing they all look amazing i actually can't believe how good they all look they look great and she just seems to just be like popping out kids well i guess she's she only had three or did she have four she has three okay okay there was a moment there where she was getting pregnant every year yeah i think her and scott should just cut the shit get back together and yeah. have another seems, kid or two. Why not? Seems like there's some sexual tension there for sure. Totally. Well, he's like, uh, he's like in love with her, but then he chooses to date 19 year olds. And he's like, they come to me. It's not my fault. disgusting. He's, he's literally disgusting. But I do really like Courtney and Travis. I'm so here for Courtney and Travis Barker. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of feeling that too. I'm very into it. <clears throat> and then why... So Kim won't say on, on the reunion why her and Kanye got divorced. 
But no. why? But why though? I I th- I mean, how could you be married to Kanye? Well, yeah. How could you be married to Kanye? I mean, he's agree. like he's like extreme. He's like he definitely has the mental illness, which like obviously support him, love him, but like he's he's. I it seems like he kind of lives his life with no regard for anybody else, right? And that but I think I gets feel- old really fast. I feel like there's something specific because she, they, you know, they say they're pretty open about everything and she wouldn't say. Um, he did a lot of, he, he always like, well, I, I mean, I have no idea. I'm just speculating. Um, on the show, she does talk about how he like moves to a new state every year. He's always in Wyoming. He's always gone. Like he's never home. He's just like moving around constantly and like, like taking on new things i'm gonna run for president i'm gonna i'm gonna do like fashion line totally and he um he also will do this thing where where he gets into these like episodes and he'll like tweet and like talk shit about kim and like her family and it's just like so embarrassing and like a pr nightmare yeah, yeah, like the abortion thing about north yeah it's really sad and i think like you just can't in like I don't know how she could continue on like that. It's just it's too it's way too much. I feel I feel bad. I really like him. I want her to like mm-hmm. find a man that she's like obsessed with that is so cool. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Totally. I wonder who she he'll. Or I wonder who she'll like end up with or date next. It could be anyone. It is really. I mean, I don't really follow the Kardashians, but I I always find it annoying when people like publicly just hate them because they're pretty impressive they're pretty impressive they're so impressive i i love watching them i love listening to them there are parts of the show where i'm like okay like we get it we get it but it's like at the very least it's just fun to watch people get ready and hang out with their sisters and like you know that's what i love i love you know it's like so fun to watch a sister vibe sister vibe sister vibe I mean, yeah, I just don't understand why people just, like, don't just yeah. not watch Jealousy. Them. Right. It's, like, if you don't, if you're not interested, like, that's totally fair. But what's there yeah. to be, like, a giant hater on? Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, we're probably going to lose listeners from this again. We have, at this point, no listeners. <laughs> <laughs> at this point in the podcast. If you're still listening, thank you. Thank you so much. It's a sleepy little morning and we're just we're talking Kardashians. We're talking, talking after ones. after a few cries, we are we're here. Mm-hmm. Um okay, so let's let's get into our bachelorette episode, shall we? Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. So um this episode was a lot of guy drama, which I, I enjoy. Mm-hmm. We had drama with Carl and we had drama with Thomas. Oh my God. You want to start with? (sighs) Probably Carl just because that was the beginning. Let's go in order. Okay, Mm -hmm. cool. So Carl, the episode starts with Carl continuing to stir the pot, Mm -hmm. which is basically what he did at the end of the last episode is he went up to Katie and he told her that several of the men on the on the season were not there for the right reasons, but he wouldn't give her any specifics or any names. And Katie takes this very seriously. Oh my God. Yep. She sure does. Katie. I think Katie overreacted a little Katie, bit. Katie. 
You gotta, you gotta stop. Simmer down, Katie. Yeah. So she's, she's pissed. She decides to cancel the cocktail party because of Carl's like strange, unfounded accusations. Um, Mm -hmm. And is like about to like just send people home. And meanwhile, Carl's like, well, he won't name names, even though the guys call him out. They're like, Carl, what the fuck? Like, who are you talking about? And everyone's like, I have no idea what Carl's talking about. (laughs) And then, and then he's like, well, uh, I want to have a conversation in private with the person first. And then mm-hmm. he's also like, well, reveal yourself. Reveal yourself. <laughs> Nobody reveals <laughs> But looking back, was he was he maybe right? About Thomas? Yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe. I I do think he made it up, but but he, yeah. we could we could argue that he was talking about Thomas. Right. So anyway, when they get to the rose ceremony and she starts giving people roses, Mike which I've never seen this before on The Bachelor. Um, Mike, who's the virgin guy, he comes up to Katie and he's he makes a speech. He's like, yep. all the guys came together mm-hmm. as a unit. I love that he says as a unit. As a unit, yeah. And what Carl said isn't the truth. Yeah. And I love that they did that. I yeah. love that they did that. And then Carl has literally nothing to say. He just sits there in silence, doesn't try to defend himself. He has no proof. And then... Katie sends him home and she doesn't say goodbye to him refuses to address him mm-hmm. that was well he but he had a weird exit too I was like what's happening here right it was weird he was like waiting for like a, a hug or something and she w- just looked at the floor wow never seen that mm-hmm. before either no yeah that was that was weird that was really weird um but yeah so Carl Carl goes away. Carl's go- gone. And then um, who mm-hmm. else? We lost the bartender guy from San Diego, I think. He was cute. Oh, don't remember. Um, I forget who else went home, but Carl was like the main one. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you think about the group date? Oh, my God. I hated the group date. Hated. I absolutely hated every second of it. I couldn't wait for it to be over. First of all. I have a couple. I have a couple things to say. Number one, Catman's outfits Outfit. are so embarrassing, and I, I'm really disappointed in the fact that he. It was. I don't know if he probably. I feel like before you come on the show, maybe he's like, I gotta get someone to style me, you know, or he like. Uh, I hope. I hope he didn't come up with that on his own. <laughs> they I hope he whoever styled him did a genuinely terrible job it was like that was like the focal point of the episode was connor b's outfit i couldn't take my eyes off of it Um, describe it to the listeners yeah it was a skinny jean very low rise with a tucked in um white button down which was buttoned down to basically like his belly button half Um, buttoned yeah and a chain he had a chain on Mm -hmm. and then he had some sort of shoe that was upsetting me too i can't really quite just something about the way like the proportions and the way it looked on his body was just so wrong it couldn't have been more wrong genuinely looked terrible and i'm so glad you brought this up because as i said i had some friends over to watch the show and Mm -hmm. i was like i was taking notes on something when Connor B's outfit was first revealed and they mm-hmm. were like holy shit 
rewind. You yeah, have you to go- see this. You gotta rewind. It really Very caught bad. everyone's attention. Okay, good. So not <laughs> just me. Um, yeah, that was really bad. Um, and I also it was he he what's the, what's Catman's name? Connor B. Connor B. Yeah. Okay. Connor B was doing a lot of lead up, and he was like. I don't know if she's ever going to look at me the same. I have a a lot of skeletons in the closet. It's just like a big deal. I don't know if I'm going to be able to get through this. And then he told a story and I was like, okay. I completely agree. It definitely seemed like, oh, so just for anyone who didn't watch the episode, the whole point of this group date, which was a terrible, terrible group date. Like these group dates are legitimately hell. Um, (laughs) They had to like sit in a circle um, and with Nick Vial, the no. ex-bachelor, there mm-hmm. to hold them accountable. And they had to all reveal to Katie. <laughs> they had to all reveal to Katie anything that like could be a red flag to her. Like get it out on the table about their past relationship history mm-hmm. or things that they've done. And yeah, Connors, Connors was so dramatic. And we all thought that he was like gonna confess to like physically murder. abusing someone. Yeah, yeah. or like <laughs> literally murder. It's it uh-huh. was that much of a buildup. And basically, he just, he cheated on a girlfriend. He got drunk one night and cheated on a girlfriend. Right, right. After um, at least a 300-word essay about how he was going to um, not be able to get through this, telling Katie the truth. (laughs) Tale as old as time. Mm -hmm. I truly was like, okay, that, wow. I've I've turned on, I've turned on Catman. Hate him. Um, I also felt like Nick was taking his role as the host or like the mediator way too seriously i i feel like he thought that he was in like a court of law making like opening arguments i was like okay this is you guys i feel like he memorized his script practiced it in the mirror you know like truly thought that this was like the most important job he'll have in his career he i completely agree but he also like had no purpose he didn't he barely said anything he it was almost like an AA meeting. <laughs> <laughs> or it was He's like, like Thomas, you have the floor. Oh my he was like, Well, and we'll close with you, Connor. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um also, yeah, Thomas is a walking red flag. Yeah. Couldn't believe like I, I thought Thomas was I mean, I I might have been blinded by his looks, maybe. I like him admit. too. I know. But uh, this episode, wow, he really showed his ass. Is that what they say? Is that what they say? I think I think that's something that they say. Showed his, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think that okay. Write us, write us. If I'm, if I'm saying that, <laughs> write us a letter. Um, he but... basically, yeah, he says like his his red flag. What everyone else is about is about like something that they did in a relationship that they regret. Or um, when they didn't treat a woman right or whatever. And Thomas is is that basically like he came on the show to uh, not looking for love, but uh, open to building a great platform. Yeah. But now but now he's falling for Katie, basically. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that was that oh, you could see her face. She was like, <laughs> oh, no, totally. Um, I agree. Um, just want to double click on Hunter really quick. And I thought he had the the most dramatic red flag. He basically said he abandoned his ex-wife and two little kids. 
Which one's Hunter? Hunter's like the teeny tiny short man. With the lisp? Uh, I, you know what? I didn't pick up on it if he does have a lisp, but he looks like he could and might have a lisp. Teeny tiny short man. He has a very, very, very like defined like jawline. Okay. Um, Hunter. I'm looking him up. Um, I I may or may not have tuned that out. Um, yeah, he basically, I mean, he says that he abandoned his family. Oh, yeah. This is the guy. Yep, this is Yeah. The guy. He, did he, he really said that? I, I mean, what my notes are, Hunter reveals that he basically abandoned his two little kids and his wife. Came right out with it. So, I don't remember wow. his specific words, but I was like, okay, that's the most revealing one. Wow. Like, he was crying about it. He regrets it. But you, who abandons their two children? What was his uh, reasoning there? He just, like, wasn't ready. He failed at marriage. Okay. Mm, he's got to go. I could, I could be getting this wrong. If if I'm getting this all wrong and I'm like slandering Hunter, please write us in and let us know. Um, but anyway, what a terrible date. Katie reveals like her sexual history that she like was involved in a situation where she was drinking and there like wasn't consent. And then she tried to make a relationship out of this with, with the guy. So mm-hmm. um and that led her into like a very unhealthy relationship with sex, which ultimately was the way she was living her life for quite some time before she became like more confident and sex positive. So that was interesting. That was very, very revealing. It was just all, it was just all very depressing. Yeah. Very, I couldn't very, wait very for depressing. it to be over. Couldn't wait. Couldn't wait. Um, what else happened in this episode? The guys all turn on Thomas after his big reveal. Yep. Um, Hunter decides to confront him about being there for the wrong reasons and asks him flat out if he wants to be the bachelor. Okay. But here's the thing about that. Like if you're going on this show, it's got to cross. I mean, I know there is a difference between people who like are like, Oh, I, I could be the bachelor and people who are like, you know, it's, I guess it's just like a fleeting thought, but everyone thinks it completely how how could could it not not cross your mind that you could eventually be the bachelor if you don't win the show like i it's just ridiculous ridiculous of course everyone wants to be the bachelor yeah i feel like they would never even pick thomas to be the bachelor don't flatter yourself thomas i don't know he's too dumb he is kind of dumb he's really hot though but he like refuses to answer the question exactly you cannot get a straight answer out of thomas until he like eventually after his 10th stanza admits that one of the thoughts on his mind coming onto the show was that he could be the next bachelor and they're all like see see he's there for the wrong reasons <laughs> yeah except for half of them were like same me too. i do want to say i loved like did you notice that they like when this was all going down they were having like a guy's wine night <laughs> no it was just it was just all the guys sitting around drinking wine talking shit about thomas i loved it wow i loved it there was not a beer in hand that is hilarious i love a guy's wine night and they're like let's bring him in let's ask him let's ask him oh my god um other anything anything you want to talk about with thomas before i move on to michael a Mm, no i'm done with thomas dead to me bye Bye. Um, Michael A is my new front runner. Michael. What an adorable man. 
Oh my god, I I actually did sob at the dinner. You did? Yeah, I actually did. It was very. I can't listen to him talk about his late wife. It's just oh too fucking sad. Um, oh. But I I do have some notes here. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that they like actually just on a sidebar. I love that they truly do pretend that these people are going to eat dinner and they serve them a full plate of like steak and like asparagus and potatoes. Right. Right. And I have never once seen a single person on this show take a bite of food. Is it real food? It's real. I, I do know the backstory on that. They, nobody eats. They're encouraged not to eat because, um, they're, you know, it picks up the sound. No one wants to like be talking about their emotions with like food in their teeth. So it's like, yeah. it's cold. Nobody ever touches it. It's real mm-hmm. food. It's just like, it's kind of, it's usually sitting there for quite some time before like they actually start shooting the scene and the mm-hmm. scenes take forever. There's breaks and then um, it gets colder. So oh, what, from what I understand is like they, they all have like catering that they basically order, um, Maybe either room service or just like catering to uh, like before the dates and they, they eat whatever they want. And, oh, and okay. so they don't they don't eat on the dates, but they're not Why don't like they just hungry food altogether. Like, just don't even pretend that they're going to have a dinner. Just have them sit there with drinks. I have no idea. I have no idea. Maybe it's like a drink date versus a dinner date. One just feels more emotional and serious. Yeah, I, yeah. I think handle it candle it exactly I completely agree though Mm -hmm. and then there's always like an after dinner like champagne strawberries dessert setup that they also don't touch (laughs) so wasteful so honestly send that our way (laughs) send me the steak dinner please yeah but um I Michael A is so cute I really I feel like they're really cute together I do too I feel like they I didn't, he wasn't really on my radar, but now that I've seen them during the date, I think that her and Michael are like evenly matched and like, she strikes me as someone who would absolutely thrive in Akron, Ohio, where he is from being Mm -hmm. a stepmom to little James. Absolutely. Katie does not, don't you feel like she kind of has like a Midwest accent to her? I didn't notice the Midwest accent, but she has a Midwest vibe. Yeah, she does. But, and when I say Midwest accent, like she doesn't have a Midwest accent. She's from Seattle. However, there's something about the way that she speaks that I'm picking up like a bit of a, like Wisconsin. Okay. Do you know what I mean? I can see that. If anyone else listening has like kind of picked that up, please write us in and let us know. Mm -hmm. I feel that. If I didn't know where she was from, I would 100% have selected Madison, Wisconsin. Yeah. She looks, she could easily be from Madison, Wisconsin. Like this is not like her and Michael are not an LA, New York couple right here. These are not city folk. They are a Midwest couple. And now it all makes sense for me. And they belong in Ohio. They need to go. They truly do. And Michael A is, is I think the right person for her over Greg. I would rank him over Greg. Uh-huh. I actually do too. Okay. I'm glad we're on the same page about that. Well, that's yeah. kind of all that happened in the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have a quick note. Please. Um, I did transcribe this beautiful, meaningful conversation that I just wanted to share. 
<laughs> with you and the listeners. Um, and it's towards the end of the night when they're, they're stargazing. Mm-hmm. And Michael says, I love looking at the stars. <laughs> and Katie says, we're so busy, like working and looking down at our phones. Like you forget like the beauty of like all of this. <laughs> and then Michael says, absolutely. And then they share a kiss. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Try not to get too emotional, okay? Try not to Thank get Thank you so too much for reminding me of that beautiful conversation. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I, I, I also remember from that little moment, she's like, is that O'Brien's belt? And he's like, no, that's an Irish guy. <laughs> Love, Michael. Love Wait, what? Michael. <laughs> you made a joke? She, yeah, he made a little joke because, like, she's looking at the stars and she's like, what's that? Is that O'Brien's belt? And he says... <laughs> No, O'Brien is an Irish guy. That's Orion's belt. (laughs) (laughs) Miss that. Totally miss that. (laughs) Coming at us with the humor, Michael A. Dad jokes. But I really he's really cute and I love his facial hair. It like he is cute. He has just like the right amount of scruff that makes him look slightly less dweeby. Because he is kind Mm -hmm. of a dweeb, you know, in the cutest way. Yep. But his facial hair is perfect for him, and it really elevates him about 10 points. Yeah. You know, I I do wonder, is he ready for this? Yeah. Well, he he said that they – she didn't he say she died in 2019? That's yeah, not, that that's is kind of recent. That's not that long ago. Yeah. I, I know everyone's on their own – everyone's on their own path, but I don't think I'd be ready to go on The Bachelorette. That's – I mean, so hard to say unless you're in that situation. I I mean, I totally see what you're saying. I could also see just like really wanting to to move on and, um, you know, like mm-hmm. fall in love again, be happy again. Get back out there. I thought it was really cute that he's like, how great is it to be able to fall in love twice? You he's know, so cute. So, he is what, really what cute. A little, what a guy. What um, a guy. All right. Should we move on to our breaking dish? Yep. Okay. Do you have one? No. Okay. Do I you? have one today. I do. Oh! Yeah. <clears throat> so <clears throat> this is a bachelor breaking dish, of course. Okay. No. So I'm sure you have seen like on Instagram or whatever, or I don't know, your news outlets that after officially severing ties with the bachelor franchise, mm-hmm. Rachel Lindsay hmm. wrote an explosive New York <gasps> magazine article. Oh my about- God what it was like to be the first black lead on the show. And she is in like excruciating detail about every single thing. Um, So there's, there's, there's a lot of controversy about this article because uh, one, the article itself is very explosive and dramatic. And two, she actually came out with a statement against New York magazine magazine about the title of the article Mm -hmm. because Apparently on the cover of the magazine itself, she's on the cover. This is a cover story Mm -hmm. on the cover of the magazine itself. The title is oops, I blew up the bachelor and she's pissed because she says that that headline misrepresented her and those were not her words. So she, she said like, it's very disappointing and disrespectful that the notion I was trying to refute was used against me for a clickbait headline. Mm. So anyway, they changed the title. They changed the title. So -hmm. if you look up the article now online, it reads, Rachel Lindsay has no roses left to burn. Mm. 
-hmm. I thought I could change the Bachelor franchise from within until I realized I was their token. So, you know, still dramatic, but yeah, um, her more of her exact words. So anyway, it's just like a, it's a very fascinating article. I would highly recommend it. It's super long. It gives like all the behind the scenes info on what it was like for her to be the first black lead. And um, starting with when she was originally uh, cast on the show as a contestant on Nick season Mm -hmm. and kind of just going through all the steps from there. So just like a couple things that I I picked up on from the article, she was handpicked to be on the show and like immediately cast. Like she got to skip rounds and rounds of interviews and um, she was also like begged to be the bachelorette. Like they mm-hmm. told her she was the only person they were considering, um, mm-hmm. which is not usually how it goes. They usually have at least like three or four people sign contracts. And um, before, wow. they, before they ultimately make the decision, which is like they wait as long as humanly possible to make the yeah. decision on who the lead is because they want to get as many as many data points as they can from like who the audience would want kind of Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. who would get the best ratings. Um, They watch their behavior. They watch their following. So anyway, she was the only one allegedly. And over time she ultimately put together that she was like filling a very specific role for them because they, they knew that they needed to cast a black bachelorette or a black lead in general. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. And, um, but they needed one that viewers would accept. So, like, she was a successful attorney. Her dad is a federal judge. She has, like, a squeaky clean record. And, like, in hindsight, she's like, I couldn't, it couldn't have been, like, some of the white bachelorettes that they've cast that, like, live with their parents. They're, like, an influencer. Or their their background is that they were, like, a pageant queen. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like, she had to be, like, of the utmost respect by anyone watching. And that's why they were so desperate to cast her. Mm -hmm. Um, And then when she was on the show, when she was the lead, they cast barely any men of color on the show. And she was encouraged not to send them home. Like anytime she wanted to, anytime she just didn't have a connection with like, you know, a man of color and -hmm. wanted to like not give them a rose, the producers were like, don't do that. It's going to throw off the, the diversity balance. Oh, no. Oh, and God. And then all of, like, the drama on the show on her season was surrounding race. Like, for example, they cast, and that's what they were trying to do. They were trying to make these conversations. They were just making her deal with all these things that, you know, the white leads don't have to deal with. Like, yeah. for example, they cast a man who had tons of racist tweets clearly out there, and that became a storyline. Mm-hmm. Um, they also cast a Black man that wasn't attracted to Black women. And that was like what that was like his storyline. Oh so like she had to take him on a date and they had to talk about it, you know? No. Um, and then the biggest thing is that I, I did, you didn't watch her season, did you? No. It was really interesting because she I actually didn't realize as a viewer until after like what was happening. But for anyone who watched Rachel's season, you will remember that it felt very much like she was settling for Brian, the guy that she is now married to. Oh, they're married. Okay. Yeah, they're married. And he's he's Latino. So mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. he's like, so it came down to these two guys, Brian, who's Latino, and then um, Peter, who's like a white, sexy alpha male from the Midwest. You know what okay. I mean? Yeah, meat and potatoes. Right, right. And Peter was like clearly the fan favorite 
huge mm-hmm. like people were obsessed with Peter because he was just like very attractive. That's literally the only reason. Yeah. And um they made it seem like she had settled for Brian. Like every like clearly they wanted her, the producers and the viewers all wanted her to pick Peter. Mm-hmm. She didn't want to pick Peter, she wanted to pick Brian. But the whole storyline makes it look like she ends up settling. And like you kind of it's it's kind of a long story how they got there, but it, she ends up with Brian being the only guy left on the final day because she sends Peter home. Yeah. Um, but just the way the editing is all done, it looks like she really wants to be with him, but she's like not sure if he's going to be ready to propose and all of that when really she just wanted to be with Brian. Mm-hmm. Um, and she also talks about how um, uncomfortable it was like during her hometown visit with Peter, they go to the Midwest and usually they don't have the during hometowns you only hang out with the family mm-hmm. but for peter's hometown they went to a bar to meet up with his friends and it was like two interracial couples were his friends so it was all just like very staged to like show like oh look there's diversity on the show peter like hangs out with black people and mm-hmm. she said she felt like very exploited by that scene and it was like it seemed to be like only for optics were um, they really and- his friends uh, yeah, they were, but like the fact that they showed the the these friendships when they don't yeah. ever include friends in like the hometown dates, it was just like it was all for the storyline. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And she yeah. felt like really expo- like um exploited by it. And then lastly, like Rachel's interview on Extra with Chris Harrison is what ultimately led to Chris Harrison getting fired from from the show. Um she was the one who navigated that whole conversation and the death threats that she received after that is what like led her to totally detach from the bachelor forever. So like she used to, she hosted like the bachelor official podcast up until like she co-hosted it with somebody else up until now she was like, Mm -hmm. you know, always kind of a regular on, on the show to, you know, show up and like, you know, like help out the girls or like talk about wanting, I don't know. She was just like very involved in, in the bachelor world and they all turned on her. And so she talks a lot about like, she describes the bachelor fans as divided into the regular bachelor nation and the bachelor clan with a K. Oh God. Which she describes as like hateful, racist, misogynistic and homophobic. So it's, it's, it's really, really good. I would, I would highly recommend reading it. What a bombshell. Do you think they're going to respond to this? Um, I think, I think they will, if they haven't already, I should, I should have figured out if they said anything, but, Mm. um, I like Katie, the bachelorette, uh, posted it on her Instagram, the article Mm -hmm. to all of her followers. So I don't think anyone's like staying silent about this stuff anymore. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. I mean, it's so long overdue. Mm -hmm. Um, after you're done with the show, like, what does your contract say? Are you, how long do they have you by the balls? They definitely have you by the balls for a while. I don't know yeah. the exact answer to that. I'll find out. Um, God, but it just sounds awful. You, you're not supposedly. I think I, 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 I'm not sure if it's only if you get to a certain, only if you get so far on the show. But you're, you're not allowed to, to say anything negative about the franchise. Mm-hmm. I believe. So, mm-hmm. I know it's pretty wild. So everyone, go read that article and email us your thoughts. Yeah. Email us your thoughts, will ya? 
All right. Well, um, this has been really fun. It's great mm-hmm. to catch up with you and, and talk batch today. I know. And we will be back next week with hopefully more of a housewives update as well. Yay. Um, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and give us a rating. Rate us five stars. Tell mm-hmm. us your thoughts. Tell us your feedback. Some and you know what? Asshole. If you if you don't want to rate us five stars, um, perhaps if you want to rate us two stars, then we would like to know. You know, at least tell us why. What what can we improve upon? You know, would you mind? Would you mind? Some someone some happy little soul rated us two stars, and uh, I'd like to know who that was. Yeah, I mean, we understand this podcast isn't for everybody, but I mean, at least let us know what what we could work on to make it better for you. Are we talking about <laughs> are we talking about ourselves too much? Are we talking about ourselves too little? Are we probably not? No one would ever say too little. <laughs> no, oh, never. Do you uh, do you hate the sound of our voices? Do uh-huh. you are you not a cat person? Um, mm-hmm. There's a million. There's there's a million reasons. Let us know, will you? I right imagine in. it's personal and not about like the subject matter of the show. Because why would you have even listened to it if you didn't like? these shows that's right anyway that's exactly right anyway um and as always feel free to email us dishpodcast at gmail.com dish with two h's we will be back next week we love you guys so much and uh keep crossing over okay keep crossing over bye, bye.